0: Good morning, listeners. Today is Saturday, August nineteenth, two thousand twenty-three, and the time is now eleven nineteen a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Big shout out to Spotify podcasters, folks. Have you ever thought about starting your first podcast, your second podcast, any kind of podcast? Check out Spotify Podcasts. It's a great way to have. Either your own podcast or something you're going to do with other people, uh, it's. I'm having a hell of a lot of fun doing. The sound quality is amazing, and you have a lot of flexibility too. Just be fairly decent and not offensive, and they give you plenty of space to just do your own thing. Like for example, I used to have a, an online, I used to use online uh, blog or column for this particular online publication, and then they got taken over by somebody else, and suddenly they they, they reviewed all my art and they didn't like what I. They didn't like my material. They didn't like my style. They just kind of just canceled me, just took me off of the platform. And, and no one's doing that to me here. Maybe they are listening to these episodes, but they they allow a person, a podcaster, to do their own thing as long as it's entertaining other people. And then I appreciate that. I enjoy that. So once again, a salute to Spotify for podcasters, folks. Or just check out the many, many podcasts out there. So how's everybody out there doing today? How is you are you having a beautiful Saturday wherever you are? I hope so. And you know, I wouldn't think about this, folks. I think I need to broaden my my thoughts, my mindfulness on who I am reaching out to because I'm always saying, How you doing? Are you at work? Are you in your car? Are you going to vacation? You know, maybe you're doing this, maybe you're dropping your kids. But I didn't think, you know, I didn't think that maybe there are some people who are in living in facilities who are listening to this podcast it occurred to me that the, in, in certain institutions in certain prisons or jails the inmates have tablets with limited internet access so i'm thinking okay they maybe they can't go on facebook they can't go on youtube they can't go on instagram but maybe they have access to audio internet and therefore i need to be mindful that i am reaching them and not everybody out there is on vacation going to disney world so i acknowledge that you know maybe someone is in a homeless shelter listening to this podcast maybe somebody is in a um, inpatient psychiatric facility or like i said in jail or prison or whoever you are thank you thank you for tuning in i appreciate i hope that what i talk about helps you as well. Uh, folks, today's case, uh, welcome to another installment in the True Crime series. I think we're up to episode four, if I'm not mistaken, but I could be wrong. But we're going to discuss the, um, this case is is out of uh, DeKalb County, Georgia. And it's a case of a former, I guess he's disbarred, Richard Merritt was an attorney in Georgia. And he was convicted for the 2019 murder of his his mother. And you know what? What let's. I have my notes. They're a little backwards, but we'll get to the story. But he is. He was convicted. He was um, sentenced to life in prison, no parole, plus five years. Like I mentioned, he had um, he had killed his mother. He. I would say he's probably in his late. 40s, early 50s, and um, killed his mother and then went on the run for eight months, took on a new identity. I even think he got a girlfriend or got remarried, got a new job and the victim here, like I mentioned, was his mother, 77-year-old Shirley Merritt, who was kind enough to take Mr. Merritt, the defendant, into her home after he had gotten in some other legal trouble, which we're going to um, review. We're going to get back to that in a second. Uh, But basically, he did, uh, he, he admitted, he, he pled guilty to the white collar crimes. He did, he admitted to the theft, the forgery, and elder exploit. Those were the white collar crimes that he was convicted. Hold on a second, folks. Some hot chocolate sip as are up to four minutes and fifty-eight seconds. Pled guilty, but he did not plead guilty to the murder. He had another story, and we'll get to that. But he mentioned at, you know, his trial, I I fell to the ultimate drug, the green drug, and that's money. I am immensely sorry. So basically, he he was sorry because he has he had a wife and kids, and his actions cost him his marriage. And now he's not going to get to see his kids anymore because he's in prison. Unless the kids they decide to come see him when they get older. So he he regrets just being estranged from his kids. He doesn't mention anything about murder, but these were the verdicts, folks. Count one malice murder, count two, felony murder, count three, felony murder, count four, aggravated assault, count five, aggravated assault, count six, possession of a knife during the commission of a felony. So he was convicted of all these things. And like I mentioned, he's in prison for the rest of his life. And let's just give you a little backdrop on the case. Um, the defendant was an attorney. Um, I, I believe he settled malpractice suits. Those That was the type of law that he practiced, civil law, I imagine. And um, like I mentioned, he had um, exploited 17 former clients, maybe more. You know, he would settle these suits, and then without telling his clients, of course, he would pocket the money which the, the clients were entitled to accept. Of course, the percentage that he was supposed to get, but he kept it all. And that's a terrible thing. I mean, it doesn't cause physical injury, but you're you're screwing up people's lives. So it, it does. Anyway, he admitted to it. He was convicted. He was sentenced to fifteen years in prison for these uh for the theft, for the stealing. And that's part of the thread in these cases, folks, too. I'm trying to talk about how, you know, a lot of these folks don't start with murder. They'll start with smaller crimes like theft or lying or or even adultery. And that it doesn't happen for everybody, but for, for some of these folks, it opens the gate. I don't know what it is they just dig a, a, a rabbit hole. They create a web and they just Get deeper and deeper, and in in these cases that I'm discussing, it leads to murder. But anyway, the defendant was sentenced to 15 years for these white-collar crimes, and the judge was fair with, him. the judge gave him some time just to get his affairs in order, and then he was to report to the Cobb County Jail on February 1st of 2019. And instead of reporting to the jail on February 1st, 2019 instead he cut off his ankle monitor um, stabbed his mother to death took off in the SUV and the victim was found the following day uh, so this is in February 2019 and he, the defendant was arrested in Nashville Tennessee on September 30th of 2019 by the US. Marshall's office like i mentioned he had started a new relationship by a woman who was totally unsuspecting didn't know anything about his background at all and i believe i could be confusing this with another case i believe that the significant other was instrumental in helping to reel him in i'm not sure i could be mixing up another case so don't get me wrong but you know, of course she was in shock she didn't know anything about his past but, hey, it all caught up to him, and now he's in prison for the rest of his life. And the only way he's going to see his kids when they get is when they get older. And if they decide to see him, he can't just go and see him, of course. That's what you do. You screw up, you you know, when you commit these crimes. Thank God his father's not around. At least his father doesn't have to suffer. But um, his brother's still around, and his brother's been rather public about it. His brother's pissed off at him, obviously. You know, it's a terrible thing. You know, your mother took you in. You know, you're a 50-year-old man. You ruined your marriage. You stole from clients. You have to go to prison, and your mother put you up in her house, and you stay there. And probably he didn't want to go face to 15 years in prison. He probably wanted to run off, and she's probably telling him. That's what some people theorize. She was telling me he has to go face this and go to turn himself in like he's supposed to. I don't know what happened. Something happened that made him want to kill her. I don't know what, but... You know, maybe she did su- say something upset him, but you don't take somebody's life. There's no reason. We we are not authorized to take another person's life. God did not give a prescription for you to kill another person. God did not give you a hit or a contract. Some people claim that they're doing things for God in the name of No, the only time you take another life, person's life is, obviously, if you know, a court of law rules that a person should be executed for a crime or, you know, in a case where the person is seriously suffering and has no quality of life and they beg you to help them, you know, be euthanized and 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 that's another, you know, a lot of variables in that situation too. Uh, it depends on the person's age, the severity, the state, the laws, but others, otherwise you do, we are not authorized to take another person's life. I don't care how bad, we think they've been dark or a zombie or their soul has gone to the... When It's not in our job. We're not authorized. Let the man or woman upstairs or let the power of higher being make that decision. Not you or I. Anyway, folks, I don't want to bore you. I know we're only up to 11 minutes and 24 seconds. I just wanted to cover that case, which is part of the series, The True Crime series many of these cases yes they have the theme of theft or adultery before the murder some of these cases don't i kind of put it in the mix every case is different and unique you know like um the Daryl Brooks case which we had covered a few months about a, almost a year could you believe it's been a year already but that case there was no theft or stealing or deceit at least not in the commission of the crime The defendant was acting merely on emotion. He was pissed off. He was raging. So not every case has these things. I mean, he had another trajectory. He had another pattern in his life, which led up to the heat. just like, F it. Screw it all. You know, I don't have anywhere to live. I don't got a job. You know, screw it. I don't care anymore. I'm just going to kill these people and whatever happens, happens. I'll deal with it. But I'm going off the subject, okay? We're not here to talk about that case he's supposed to be history now after you put these people in prison that's part of the point it's so the victims can go on with their lives so the so that the defendant is not living rent free in the public's mind by giving the defendant attention post conviction we're fueling their narcissistic need to be noticed the ultimate punishment is not to think about them or talk about them so essentially they are the living dead anyway folks we're up to 13 minutes and eight seconds and it is eleven thirty-two a.m on august 19th of 2023 i am going to say last word